married, what? Single, never married, no children. All right, so what, what do we got here? Um, I honestly just found you like this past week and I've been listening to a lot of your, um, the conversations that you've been having with women and I'm just intrigued. So I thought that I would join. Um, What's, what, what, do you and find, it's been, what do you find intriguing? Huh? What do you find intriguing? Um, just the, the subjects and the, the things that you guys talk about just in regard to um, women being a certain way and then they think that they deserve, you know, top earners in the country. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Well, so... Okay, you said you're single, no children, yeah. never been married. Correct. All right. Um, what do you want, or what did you, what have you, what is it you've ever wanted with a man in your life? Um, <clears throat> gosh, okay, so to be honest, I've only had like, two serious relationships um okay. other than that um i've dated but uh <laughs> it just college? i did not all right what do you do for, uh, I have what a, do you do for a living i work in retail okay uh as an mm -hmm. associate yeah Special. um uh, I mean, I mean, I've been listening to all of these things and like, according to the ladies that call you and the conversations you have, like, I have nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, but um, I have been waiting. Um, I've been a Christian. I became a Christian at 21 and I have been waiting in purity for basically 23 years to find waiting, someone. You've been waiting for, you've been waiting in what, for, for purity, you say? Yes. Yes. I do not have sex. I do not sleep around. Are you, are you saying you're a virgin? Born again, if you want to say it that way. How long has that been? How long has that been? Um, to my personal convictions, I've mm -hmm. only fallen to sexual sin once in 23 years. How long ago was that? 2016. Okay. So... Your personal convictions, because I'm I'm a, I was I was Christian since five years old. Okay. Uh, how do you plan on handling your elder years, fifty five, sixty five to eighty five? Um, you won't have I a, do. At the point you won't have a husband, you won't have a family or children. Mm-hmm. You'll be too old to really work to, to make significant income. Mm -hmm. Then what? I honestly don't know. I I would like to be married, but um, I just not yet. When, when how long? When did you become a Christian? When I was twenty-one. So I can tell you, ma'am. I'm hearing things that make no sense to me. How can you want to be a yeah. married and you're a, a Christian 
Mm-hmm. Where, where's the husband? Where's Adam, Eve? Because <laughs> oh, what I hear, um, what, I'm going to be honest, what I hear a lot of times is women using God and Christianity as an excuse for their fear mm-hmm. and why they didn't get out of here. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're supposed to be single. Yeah. Yeah. And you're saying I'm not having Honestly, I haven't I haven't I know. I haven't really put myself out there. People have found me, honestly. Well, well, how um, do you look have you had any therapy? Um some I have, yeah. Because this isn't normal, man. It's simply not normal. That's not even no this is not even normal human behavior. You can't tell me my my first commandment in the Garden of Eden was to be what? Fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Okay. So now you're 43. So that's pretty much a wrap. You think so? Well, according to worldly statistics, but I I think it's possible to be married and be happy. I don't care about And This is why I'm going to be honest. You're not Sarah. Think you have to go that far. You think it's possible, ma'am? You work in retail. They're not Abraham. Mm-hmm. This is Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. <laughs> you know it? that. Okay, so so what if, it, if it's possible? Can you afford? Because Wednesday I'm gonna be talking about this IVF stuff. Can you afford twelve thousand dollars to twelve to twenty five thousand dollars per IVF treatment? Uh, you didn't ask me if I wanted kids. I really don't desire to have I, children. I, well, I said being a kids is over at the wrap. You said, well, you think so? So what? Uh, you, you made the statement. I mean, like, I'm I'm thinking, I'm just thinking in regard to like even being married. You don't even want to be. You you're not thinking you want to be married. No, I'm saying like I would like to be married. I don't Why? desire kids. Why do you want to be married? I think if I were to find my best friend. Someone that's, not a, to that's be, not what a husband's job is, Christian. I mean, kind of, kind of. My godparents are best look, friends. Christian. Hey, Christian, it's not what a husband's <laughs> job is. Okay. You're not coming in with this now. You got the right one. You. That's not what a husband's job is, Christian woman. Was was Eve? Was Adam Eve's friend? No. That's not his job now, is it? I mean, the Bible, I mean, it says that he was, was, she was his helpmate. Helpmate. That means she had a job to do. She's supposed to help him tend to the garden. And what use, and see, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, you you said you this position because you've, this religious reason, but you're not living that religion. This is, this is Christian, this is Christian feminism. And you're using God, women like you use God as a reason to mask your dysfunction. Dysfunction, inability to function. There's no reason that you should be 43 years old talking about you want to be married. Cool, you want to be married. I got a real hardcore question for you. Solid question. Reasonable though, reasonable, not a diss, but a reasonable question, okay? Mm -hmm. What value is a 43-year-old woman to a man in marriage.
I honestly don't know how to answer that because well, I never really thought about it. You should though, because you say you want to be married. Cool, but you need a man. And what value and what and the reasons that men typically marry is for legacy, mm -hmm. offspring. Biologically, your our creator made you more valuable for that 20 years ago. Within a certain amount of years, you will hit the change to where it won't be possible. They will require immaculate conception or divine intervention. Then at that point, what value is it to a man to marry a woman who cannot carry his child? Well, the someone has shown interest and he mm -hmm. already has children and um I don't mind I don't know. I don't mind not having kids. Okay. That's fine. But what, what, what I'm trying to get you to understand is your as a woman, your value diminishes the more things you take off the table. When was your last relationship? A long time ago. I like I said, I've dated. What was your last relationship though? Probably the early 2000s. I don't know what that means, ma'am. Um, like maybe 2009, 2010. Uh -huh. How long did that last? Honestly, we dated off and on for a few years. And then, um, there came a, a point in time where, um, ma'am, if I asked there you, was a, just like a cross, question, if I asked you a question, it's 43 years old. Mm -hmm. do, chronologically that's your age but from a relationship maturity standpoint do you feel like a 43 year old woman no i don't how old do you, um if you, had to, if you had to say what your relational age would be how old do you think you would be what age range probably my 20s you're in your teens or maybe you're in your 30s. teens you're in your teens do you think so? Ma'am, I talk to women for a living. You're talking like a, a, a young lady, a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. If I didn't know you were 43 and I just had to read the transcript, you sound like a teenage girl. And you've been living, you haven't had a relationship. You're not sexually active. You say this is for religious reasons, but if that's the case, then at 43, this ain't, this ain't God's plan. This is your plan. You've had to actively make yourself unavailable. You have had to actively make yourself unavailable. Mm -hmm. Now the milk is spoiled. Now you're to the point where you, you're talking <laughs> Why about- Why did you this. say the milk is spoiled? Yes, you're 43. That's really funny. Uh, your eggs are dead, dying. It's not funny. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to be funny. I'm trying to get through to women like you recognize that y'all don't have time, man. 
men married yeah. for a reason. You talking about you don't mind being a, but okay, you don't mind, but you don't even have any practice in being a, a stepmother. You ain't even a girlfriend. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why I like. But it's not religion. That's part of the reason it's why. It's not religion. I do. It's not God. It's not just spiritual beliefs. You're afraid of relationships for what? Were you, what is your father? What, is your father still alive? No. So um, okay. I grew up in first foster care, okay. seven to 18. Okay. And then, um, yeah, long story short, okay. I was adopted when I was Skip to the plot, man. Skip to the end. Here's the reality. Okay. You don't make enough money to be alone. You work retail. You, you're going to die on the streets. Let me just skip to the plot. If a man was in your position with a high school diploma working retail, he would have to have a family to be able to survive. You need a... Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the bottom line. And you're starting to see more and more and more women turning out homeless, especially Black women, because y'all have, have learned how to work with a man. Mm -hmm. The best years are behind you. Your, your prime years, you're in the later years. At 43, you may still look at yourself in the mirror and say, I still look good for 43, but you're 43. When I say the milk is spoiled, that offends you, but it's not, it shouldn't be offensive, ma'am. Menopause, it's not offensive, it's natural. But because women have not prioritized relationship until later in life if at all and they're not making the kind of money that they need to make to be independent and single y'all are in us in a trick bag and there's no nice talking that's going to get you out of it you work in retail are you in management no 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 so if you get fired from your retail job or you lose your job, I mean, it, I mean, you know, retail is in detail, is a detail screen. Corona slowed it down, but retail has been going out. I'm an image consultant, so I understand the nature of retail. Neiman Marcus was about to go mm -hmm. bankrupt before coronavirus. How are you going to live? Thankfully, they... Um provided us to be able to work at home. So I, I maintain uh, employment. Work at home today. Pandemic. What about 65? Yeah. And why I'm doing this, and it seems like it's kind of harsh because the world has just let, the world is, the world is okay. It's, it's taken women like you and said, you know what, we'll use you. We'll tell you to be independent and we'll let you sit in church, pay your tithes, let you work in retail, make us money, and we'll take your prime years. And then when you're too old mm -hmm. to marry and no longer useful to the company or we extracted all of our value out of you and we no longer want you, we want the 25-year-old version of you, we put you out to pasture. Then you look around and you, you can't get a job because you haven't been preparing for the next step. And, and it's hitting our community more than anything else because there is no way you should be single at 40-something years old. Our grandparents weren't. 
And the people before us were not. And until we start mm -hmm. having these conversations and you ladies start accepting the hardcore reality that you need a man. It's not an option. You need a man to, you like need a man today. What's the holdup? I'm saying you need a man today financially. Unless yeah. you're going to go get a woman. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then what's the, what's the, okay, but not a, if okay. So if saying you need a man, you need another income for security. You need you know, what state are you in? California. I'm in Arizona. Arizona. You need a, you need another income and a half. And is this a, and my question to you is this a. Is this what kind of drew you to my content? This conversation that obviously you haven't had? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is... Um, I think, I mean, okay, so I mean, what was interesting is, like, I guess the mindset, I feel like I don't have the mindset of a lot of, I've never said I want to be independent, I want this or that. There is some truth to you saying me being actively unavailable. Yeah. Um, and I, Man, how I tall have thought how tall are you? I am 5'11". Okay. You have to go out of your way to be uh, in your situation. That's why I say actively, it's, this is a choice. You're 5'11", mm -hmm. almost six feet tall, and then saying, I'm not sexually active. That puts, you have, so you can't be inconspicuous. You have a certain look, mm -hmm. you have a model's height. So you've had opportunity. Mm -hmm. You might as well have been five foot tall and 400 pounds and ugly. <laughs> huh, nothing, I'm not joking. You might as well have been five no, pounds and ugly for your outcomes. Because your outcomes are what? You've not used any of it. You've actively avoided relationship. To whose benefit? Not necessarily. I have gone out and dated. I have liked people. And actually in 2016, that that mm -hmm. he wanted to be with me. But what did and you do? And he wanted to be, he wanted me to be but his girlfriend. But you didn't want to marry him for what uh, reason? He, want, he wanted a sexual relationship before marriage. Well, and okay, although. Well, okay, man, but you had sex. Yeah. I don't care. You got sex. Okay. How long, how long were y'all together? Um, seven months. So he wanted he wants sex before marriage, and you had sex. He wanted to marry you. Did he propose? No. Who ended the relationship? I did. Thank you. Case closed. Die alone, man. So okay. <laughs> yes. Six years ago, you had a six years ago at thirty-seven. You had somebody willing to put up with this shit. A 37-year-old virgin born <laughs> Why does it have to be why does it have to be shit though? Like 
uh, because it, is it is it is too shit. hard to your ask for shit. you to your outcome honor? is shit. Your outcome is shit. Thirty-seven years old, born again virgin, and someone had to put up with that, and you still decided to have sex at least one time, and you ended it. That's bullshit. And if you had people who loved you, somebody would have checked you on this shit a long time ago and told you, what are you holding out for, chick? What are you holding out for? You holding, you holding, you holding this coochie for what? What are you holding it for? A man who wanted to marry you. I don't I don't think it was merit. Well, it possibly could have led to marriage, but I I think that. I know women are unfit for men. That's why oh, I This is why I don't date women my age. They put they they overcomplicate shit too much, man. I don't care what it is. You're a high school graduate and work in retail. What kind of social leverage do you think you have? It's time. It was time for you to get off the fucking dating field twenty years ago. You sitting like you sitting. We're sitting here talking like you got lots of long options. That's like somebody to put up with this shit. It is shit. If I ran into you at 37 years old and you told me, oh, I'm a born again virgin, I wait until marriage, I say, good luck with that. Bye. I'm not going to marry you. I wouldn't wait for you. Yeah, that's that. And that is why I'm still single. No, you're single because you're because you, you're single because you're jacked up. It's not the men, it's you. You have had more than a few. Up? You have had more than a few suitable men into your life and try to get with you. But something is off here, man. And that's okay. But you can't make it the men's problem. You can't say, "Well, it's my spiritual beliefs." If your spiritual beliefs, then why did you fuck him the first time? God wasn't looking that day. Yeah, he did. It's always our fault, no matter what. When they make, when they run their lives into ditches and you're looking up and you're 60 years old and you remember this phone call, it's always our fault. Man, you have had plenty of opportunities. I didn't say it was his fault. I, I I'm not, I think. Fault. Men's fault. And this is why I say at the end of the day, independence, Equality, the feminism movement is giving women the opportunity to fail. Ma'am, if you were a man in the same position, working retail, 43 years old, what would they call you? No plans for the future, no real, no, no real steadiness. Life is about people and relationships, ma'am. And your relationship with God is one thing, but God did not tell us to not be fruitful and multiply. We're supposed to be together. You have actively done this. That's why I asked, have you had therapy? Because something's off. And at the end of the day, ma'am, you're 43. You got less years in front of you than behind you. You're supposed to be teaching younger women how to do this stuff. And this is why I say 
when I sit down with women, y'all gotta stop listening to women in their late 30s and 40s because they are they are just confused as hell. And they're out here actively trying to date the same men that you're dating. My show is the first, represents the first real time where women had to actually sit down and listen to the reality of what's going on. And I ask, what are you waiting for? Mr. Wright? I guess from a worldly perspective, yeah. Very well. We're a world, but see, that's not what you're supposed to choose. You're supposed to just pick a suitable man. That's why I cannot go with you from this worldly perspective. You're a worldly Christian. That's why I, I interrogate. So. I mean, you, Ma'am, you I've been know doing this me a long time. A, yeah, ton, yeah, like yeah, I do know you. I do know you. I certainly do know you. I got about eight broadcasts on Christian feminists. I do know you. Short haircut and all. Yep, I grew up with you. I grew up in the Bible Belt. I know what y'all look like, taste like, smell like, move like. I know everything about you. You don't get to be this way and it's God's plan. You've had to actively take yourself out of consideration. Whatever your reasons are, you still actively took yourself out of consideration. You do not prioritize relationship. Okay, but you, unlike many other women, have had more options. Six feet tall, model, height. Come on, ma'am. Ain't about God and ain't nothing. Where is Mr. Right in the King James Bible? The New Living Version. Where's the Christian? Where's Mr. Wright? Anywhere in the text? Anywhere? Old Testament, New Testament. Which which chapter? Which verse? It's in Proverbs, Psalms, Matthew, Mark. What? What? Revelations. Are you talking about just like Mr. Wright? This thing you're waiting for, Mr. Wright. Where is he? Oh. Where is the text referring to? Wait for Mr. Wright. I mean, when you sit down with your pastor and the people in church and interrogate what you believe about relationships, what do y'all talk about? When you go to singles ministry and say, I'm sitting 43 and single and I want to get married. What happens when you sit down with your pastor, the singles ministry or the women's ministry, and you talk about your beliefs and how they line up with what God wants when you're in your life and what's going on in the world in the church? What do they say? We actually don't. Well, I haven't been to any of those meetings with those conversations. Well, then why? Did, thank you. This is why I say I don't listen to women who proclaim Christianity because they don't move like Christians. You guys go back and look in any of my any of my videos when I listen to these Christian women say this and that. I ask the same question: Who's headship? Who's leadership? And you're moving on your own. You're not under your pastor. You're not under a ministry. You're not under anything. You're doing this on your own. And putting it off on our God. That ain't what he told us. Now, is it? What do you, okay, so. There is no but, I man. I have, 
I am planted in a church. I just uh huh. So there, there yeah, is truth. You're planted in a church, saying, but if you're a, if you want Mister Right or a Christian, you're not in a church that facilitates marriage between singles. You're not asking your pastor. You're not. I asked you who are who's in charge of this process. You. Thank you. Yeah. I'll upload the rest of it, guys. I have it on Zoom. Who's in charge of this process? I guess I'd have to say that I've been in charge of the process. Right. So, and that's why I said you're in charge of the process. So how can you be waiting for Mr. Right and say you're, you're putting this off on born again virgin or whatever, when you're in charge of this, this is why I'm going to interrogate Sierra's prayer. This is going to, okay. So you guys didn't hear part of this. I'm going to upload this when I talk about Sierra's prayer in the standalone video, because this happens too often in our community. Well, women just sit around and oh, I'm going to be a born again virgin. Okay. But where's the, where's the husband that's supposed to come along with your virgin, your born again virgin status? Where's the, where's the relationship? Where's that at? Where's the relationship? Yeah. Yeah. So in order for relationships to happen, you, you, we have to choose to make them happen. Uh, oftentimes when women do what you're doing, y'all do this out of fear. But do you feel safe? Um, safe by myself or like safe? Yeah, do you feel like, you're, do you feel secure in life? Alone working retail. Yeah, if 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 I really think about it, I am okay. Um, I do have family. I have family here. My godparents are here, and I'm with them a lot. I'm with my sisters a lot. Um, okay, yours. Okay, your godparent. But when they transition on. Mm-hmm. You're safe because mankind has civilized the world and you have police, fire, and emergency. But are you secure in this world? Meaning, if you got ill, a life-threatening illness, do you feel secure then? Do you have good insurance? Yeah, I do. Good health insurance? I, I actually work for one of the top tech companies. So, I yeah, I do. You said retail. Mm -hmm. So you could survive a cancer diagnosis financially. Yes. On retail. Yeah. Okay. I believe you. We have great benefits. Mm -hmm. You don't or you do? 
I'm just saying, I believe you. Do, you. do you own your own home? I don't. Are you in an apartment? I am in a house. I am uh, renting. Mm -hmm. Do you know what your medical deductible is? Like for the year or like every time I go to the doctor? I don't go to the doctor. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm very healthy. I'm a cancer healthy. survivor, ma'am. I'm um, a cancer survivor and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I work retail. I just don't know many retail people who have great medical benefits. I'm sorry. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I just don't uh, know. The company provides a lot of resources. $500,000 so, yeah. worth of $500,000 medical bill. Major surgery, chemotherapy. No, ma'am. Not retail. No. Well, well, okay. So I don't know about that, but I know. I what know. I That's what I'm have saying. needed. My, my point is you don't know and you have to because you have what I would consider to be false security. Your godparents, they're older than you. Your sisters, are your sisters married? Do they have kids? Um, My little brother just got married. Uh, no. <laughs> I am actually the oldest. Uh-huh. So um, I'm sorry? Are you earning more than a hundred thousand dollars annually? No. Seventy thousand? No. Fifty thousand? Yes. Sixty thousand? No. Arizona, Tucson, Scottsdale? Uh, yeah, that area. You're broke. Paycheck to paycheck. $60,000 to Tucson Scottsdale, but the cost of living is about 130% of the national average. $60,000 is every bit of $45,000 in Houston or Dallas. It's paycheck to paycheck. It's paycheck to paycheck. No savings. Now, unless you get some sort of inheritance or whatever, it's not, it's not living money, man. Mm -hmm. How much money do you think you'd need to survive between 65 and 85? That's almost $2 million cash. Mm -hmm. Save that. You have to invest your way into that. Yeah. And women feel secure because no one's trying to boop them in the head and take their sandwiches. So my point is this, relationships, especially, I'm pushing harder because you said you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't understand how this lines up with us as Christians. You're supposed to be in a relationship. That's a woman's purpose on the planet. Is it not? In our faith tradition, what is her? What is your purpose? Honestly, to, I mean, yes, there is to be in a relationship, but like, uh -huh. I also believe that like, like serving and loving God, I feel like uh -huh. You kind of have given me, like, you kind of just blanketed me because of the things that I've shared in regard to I blanketed being you single because and stuff you like that. A Christian woman 
Yeah. Yeah. And whose headship are you under? I am an, I, I do go to church. I do Who's serve. Headship? I help out. Headship. headship. Are you talking about like relationship or like at my church? If, if you were raised in a, in a in Christian tradition, you're supposed to go from your father's house to your husband's house. In the interim, it's acceptable. I still submit to my godparents. I still submit to my, to my... Hold on. In the interim, under your pastor's headship. Yeah. But you're out here on your own, making up your own Christian rules. This is modern Christian feminism because I have a heart for Jesus. That's why I'm going to break apart see our prayer because so many women believe I got a relationship with God by myself. But yeah, but where's the man? Father, Son, Holy Ghost, the Trinity. There's headship, <laughs> vertical relationship. Who's leading you? Who are you? Who's who are you? Who are you submitting to? Who's guiding you? There, I do. I have pastor, and then I have my godparents, and then I have my so adopted your pastor. Parents. Your pastor is male or female? Uh, he's male, but he's married, and his wife speaking. How often do you? How often do you meet with your pastor? Like to have a sit down conversation or just kind of like a. You said you, I'm like asking you, I'm asking, attendant. I'm asking you, you said, I'm asking how you meet your pastor. Well, like to meet and like talk to them about things. I hardly ever. Mm -hmm. So you said you're under the leadership of your pastor, but a man, how are you going to be under the leadership and you don't talk to him? Cause I'm going to ask you the next question. You're a 43 year old single woman who, you haven't even talked to your pastor about it. Mm -hmm. You're not special. You're just another Christian feminist. How can I dissect this stuff? How can I know three steps down the line what questions to ask you? Because this is what's infected the church. In one breath, you say, I, I'm not, I'm under the headship of my pastor. When did you meet him? I don't talk to him. What? So I do, uh, there are a few pastors in the church. There is one head pastor. And I, I, I talk to one of the pastors pretty much every time I serve, which is a few times a month. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I have accountability in my life, if that's what you mean. Oh, I'm asking you, where's the relational accountability? Who's helping you dis who's helping you sort out the relationships with a man? See, the fact that I'm even having to explain this to you as a Christian woman is kind of is, is very disconcerting. So women are just supposed to be just floating through the, through the village, individual by themselves, just making olive oil and bread and living in their own hut, right? Just, just have a, got a heart for Jesus, heart for God. We're supposed to be in Bethlehem, just doing our thing. Yeah, you're supposed to, where the single, where the single, where the single women live in those days, huh? 
they're usually cared for. I mean, in those days, they, oh, they're usually cared for by the Where'd church. Where'd they live? Huh? Where'd they live? The whorehouse. They lived in the whorehouse. Yes, because you were either in your father's house, you were either in your father's house or your husband's house. Women didn't just live by themselves. You had single women, unattended women, they were in a whorehouse or on the street. And at least, the, and the women that were on the street, the widows, they could at least go to the church. Women aren't supposed to be unattended. You're supposed to have men in your life. This is what I'm saying. No matter how you come at this, I take it back to what you said was the most the guy in your life, your religious beliefs. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is bullshit. You're living a faith lie. And I see it all the time. Not supposed to talk about it, but ma'am. When I ask women in your position or men in your position, are you in a church that facilitates single marriage? No, then you need a new church. And I want to go back to the audience. Shoes on my feet, I bought them. Car I'm driving, I bought it. Rock I'm rocking, I bought it. It's only because they make money that they feel like they're independent. That's what this long conversation is to show. The reason so many pastors don't like me is because I point out the fact that they're not helping their single female parishioners couple. Do you tithe? I do. I got damn right you do. 10%? Yep. Yeah, of course you do. Why? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. What percentage of the what percentage of the, of the church is single men these days? I think there's a lot. Okay. But it would be it would be mm, you were right on the fear part. And thank you. Uh, Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars over fifty, less than sixty. That's five to six thousand dollars a year. Women, single women are a cash cow for the church. Cash cow. That's why male membership in churches decreased by about 40 percent. Why do you why would you got Single women lined up in church, religiously pumping in four or $500 a month per head. Ask a woman if she's going to spend four or $500 on a man, she tell you no, but she's going to put that in the offering plate for Jesus. Ain't following the pastor, ain't really trying to find her husband. I'm just going to wait for Mr. Right. And they're like 5000 5000 I want you to think about sitting on a church aisle. Go to your... I used to sit around church. I'm like, this whole... Pew is full. Boom, 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 boom. 20, 30 women. 20, 30 women. $500 a head. Man, that's $15,000 per pew. 
10 pews deep, that's $150,000 a month. The only people married at the church, the pastor, the old people, the biggest There's part of the church. lots of young couples, mm-hmm. but okay, yeah. The majority of the church is the majority of the church married. I'd say, well, from what I've, what I've realized, yeah, there are a lot of married people at my church. And what is the singles ministry like? I honestly, I don't know. You can't make this shit up, people. You can't make this stuff up, people. You cannot make it up. Mm-hmm. You can't make it up. I mean, you've been a good sport, man, but you got to understand that you are in a relationship with yourself and, and you say with God, but this ain't what God has mm-hmm. told us to do. Mm-hmm. The other married people, where's your man? Yeah. You're not making enough to live on your own. And when you when your body breaks down like we all do. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be good. We don't make enough money to be single. So I hope whether you like the conversation or not, you can at least understand that this is a there's a there's a religious component. There's also a practical mm-hmm. component. You don't make enough money to be like this. And that's why my show is effective, man, because I ask questions that people aren't willing to ask, um, not to just be a dick, but because I don't want to say it because I don't want I'm already probably in enough deep water. If you guys want to hear the first part of this, I'll go to Zoom and I'll clip the first part and upload it, upload it as a standalone video. No, ma'am, you're okay. Everything's okay, but I want to